0: Outside my kitchen window, the long afternoon empties of light. I look at London stretched out far below, my dripping hands held poised above the sink. The doorbell rings, one long high peal. The broken intercom vibrates. The view from up here, it's incredible, as if you're flying. Deptford and Greenwich, New Cross and Erith, then the river. And beyond that, there's the gherkin. Over there, the shard. From my top-floor flat here on Telegraph Hill, you can see forever, and as usual it calms me, soothes me, how big it is, how small I am, how far from where I used to be. The doorbell rings more urgently, whoever it is putting their finger on the buzzer and holding it there. The night hovers. At first, I used to see Heather everywhere. Connor too, of course. The corner of my eye, I catch a glimpse of one or the other of them, and there'd be that sharp, cold lurch that would leave me sick and shaken long after I'd realised that it had been an illusion just a stranger with familiar hair or the same way of walking. Whenever it happened, I'd go somewhere busy and lose myself among the crowds, roaming the south east London streets until I'd reassured myself that all that was far away and long ago. A small West Midlands town a million miles from here. And the doorbell rings and rings as I'd always known it would one day. I live on the top floor of a large, ugly Victorian building and there are lots of us squashed in here side by side in our small, drafty little flats. Housing Association most of us. And when I wedge my door open with a shoe and go down to answer the bell, past four floors of white doors marked with brass letters, the early evening sounds seep from beneath each one, a baby crying, a telly's laughter, a couple arguing, the lives of strangers. I'm entirely unprepared for what's waiting for me beyond the heavy, wide front door, and when I open it, the world seems to tilt, and I have to grip the door frame to stop myself from falling. Because there she is, standing on my doorstep, staring back at me. There, after all this time, is Heather. And I have imagined this, dreamed of this, dreaded this, so many hundreds of times for so many years that the reality is both entirely surreal and anticlimactic. I see and hear life continuing on this ordinary London street on this ordinary afternoon. Cars and people passing, children playing down the street, a dog barking, as if from far away. And as I stare into her face, the sour taste of fear creeps around the back of my tongue. I open my mouth, but no words come, and we stand in silence for a while, two thirty-three-year-old versions of the girls we'd once been. It's she who speaks first. Hello, Edie, she says.